Hey everyone, welcome back to the Futurist Podcast with me, your host, Joe Lennon. Today's guest is Irish designer Aoife McNamara. Based in a thatched cottage in Adair County Limerick, Aoife is creating a brand that in my opinion encompasses everything exciting about sustainable fashion design. Inspired by nature, Eva creates beautiful pieces with innovative materials. In this episode, she actually shares how some of her t-shirts are made from seaweed. Today, we talk about what started her journey in design, her internship at Marc Jacobs in New York, and her unique and admirable business ethos. As always, I hope you enjoy this conversation, and if you do, don't forget to like, subscribe, and share it with a friend. Over to my conversation with Eva. Eva, thank you so much for taking the time out of your working day. I know you're with customers just before you join me, so I'm feeling even more special that you've given me time on <laughs> a Thursday afternoon. I know you're super busy. How are you? How's everything in Adair? I'm good. I'm good. We're working hard here. Um, as I was saying, we're, we're getting ready for Christmas, which is not at the end of summer. But um, yeah, no, it's good. We're busy. So um, it's great. It's a great complaint. Well, I know most people listening to this will know who you are because you have such a great presence on social and you've done such an amazing job of just becoming a name and a label that so many people associate with sustainable fashion now. But let's take it right back to the start because I really want to hear about where this whole journey began for you. When did you decide or when did you find your love for fashion and decide that this is what you were going to do? So I suppose just bringing yeah back to I suppose even just fashion design as like a subject when did I realize I wanted to be a fashion designer um I think for me I've always like literally grown up like playing with my mom's clothes and her wardrobe she has the most amazing like vintage clothes playing dress up with my sisters and my older sister also has been a huge influence in like her style she's all she'd always have like the coolest style textures together um so I definitely like I, I was surrounded by it a lot in my family to start and then after that, I suppose um, art was always my favorite subject in school. Like, I was always obsessed with drawing, anything creative, anything I get my hands on, and like make stuff. I was always obsessed with that in school. And I remember my mom brought me to um, see the fashion show in LSAD when I was in fourth year. And I remember just being like absolutely mesmerized that I was like, Mom, what do you mean someone made those clothes? She's like, Yeah, so that's what they do. Like, that's a fashion side. They make the clothes on the runway. You know, you just you forget how how much craft and how much hardship and work goes into like the details and designs and garments and I think ever since that moment um when I realized you know how much work and craft goes into design that's when I was like okay this is exactly what I want to do um I yeah I was just mesmerized by the fashion show on the runway that day and I was like okay I want to be a fashion designer (laughs) isn't it so cool that like something like someone in your life can just open a world to you like and this is the thing I often talk about this like when you're in school it's like you're given like three careers that you can go into and actually all you need when you're at that age is for someone to be like there's a whole world out there and for it to just click with you and you for you to be like oh my god this is a thing that exists and it speaks to me that's so we have your mom to thank for all those gorgeous clothes that's so cool (laughs) Yeah, no, and I was very fortunate because as you said, like school, I suppose if they do narrow it down and fashion, being a fashion designer wasn't really like a thing. You're like, okay, now Aoife, come on, what's like, what do you really want to do? <laughs> like, you know, if I'm talking to the guidance counsellors and I'm like, no, this is what I want to do. And they're like, okay, you should probably have like architecture or something as a backup. But um, yeah, no, I was very lucky. I had my parents and my family who were so supportive um, around being creative and a fashion designer and yeah, just following, I suppose, my dreams and what I wanted to do. So then you went on and trained formally, is that right, in Limerick? Yeah, so I did four years in LSAD. And like everyone, from what I I hear, everyone has a really 
great experience there. It's really creative. It's it's its own little bubble down there. There are so many amazing people, artists and designers and everything else that have come out of there. What was your experience over the four years? Oh, yeah, like it's such an amazing college. It's obviously I'm I'm a Limerick lady, so it's on my doorstep here um, in Limerick. And yeah, I've had the most amazing experience. The teachers are brilliant. And I'm still even in contact with my Pat and Cunning teacher as to this day. She's literally one of my best friend's moms, which is mad. That's how small Limerick is. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, I loved it. And we also, during our third year, um, I went to New York and I worked with Mark Jacobs as an intern. So like the the contacts that the college has, well, I suppose I put myself out there, but obviously they knew I was in college in LSAD and one of our past students also went there before me. So, you know, we have great connections all over the world in LSAD um so yeah an amazing college I loved it I could not go further without asking you what that internship was like people would be killing me if I didn't ask what it was like I know internships I've done one myself they are like notoriously hardcore they're not the glam that everyone thinks they are but was it a formative experience for you yeah I mean yeah as you said like you're not going to be there like on the runway you know like you're not going to be sitting beside Mark Jacobs at the fashion show you know like it's you're literally totally obviously behind the scenes um, but like you get a full overview you're obviously in the same office as like all the top designers in the world you know looking at what they do looking at how they work how they interact and that's where I think I learned a lot of like I suppose around like business and like how a team works together um, the fast pace of the environment like I just learned so much there as I was only in third year in it was my co-op year so I was in third year in um, college so yeah I remember just again using the words mesmerized <laughs> I've been mesmerized a lot a, a few times uh, throughout my career so far but yeah I think even just I remember like looking around and just watching how they work how they interact I suppose how they even sketch and um, stitch you know like there's just there was so much to learn and I was just like a sponge I was just soaking everything in um, so yeah it was obviously once in a lifetime experience. Just to work at a company of that size and magnitude and like you said just to see how they operate like even at that young age I'm sure a lot of things did go in and it's such an amazing experience to then bring to whatever you do but even if you hadn't stayed in fashion just seeing a business at that level operate must have been incredible I'm, I'm very very jealous so was it during your time then at college or afterwards that you started to think about fashion sustainably I'm sure that's part of your education as you think about fabrics and everything but like where did the moment come for you where you were like if I'm going to design it's it's got to be sustainably minded yeah so I think for me it started for me as a young girl is as in I was so in love with nature I was so in love with the outdoors I was always swimming in the sea I was always hiking like all the time outdoors and I think it all that's where it all started for me so I was so obsessed with nature and then I suppose when I went to fashion college um, I started to be educated on the impacts that the fashion industry was having on our planet so I think once I understood the impacts I knew that I had a job a role to play as a fashion designer to help make change um, so yeah it I suppose it started straight away once I actually understood and grew knowledge that the fashion industry was the second biggest polluter in the world because I feel like a lot of people no one really knows like I remember even watching documentary um, a few I don't know a few months ago and it was just they were asking people on the street oh what do you think the biggest polluters are in the world and they, they'd give them a list of like say five things and all of them none of them would say the fashion industry was even up there so I suppose until recently um people have started to understand more about you know the, the impacts that it does have so I think I've always wanted to help make change as a fashion designer since being in college and where did that start for you like obviously 
as you say, you know, fashion, now people are realizing that there are really negative sides to something. And it's such a shame because it's such a wonderful way of expressing ourselves personally in our everyday lives. And for you as a designer, it's so important that we have people who express themselves to whatever medium and fashion is the chosen medium for many amazing creative people. So where did you start? You were obviously had all of this creativity in you and you had a vision for what you wanted to design. So did you like sit down and decide what your ethos was going to be? Was it just very natural for you to think about sustainability while you were designing? Like, how did you take the first step in bringing those two worlds together? I think for me, it just happened so naturally. Like, I suppose, like, and I think a big thing in what I do, it's, it's I believe in earth logic, not growth logic. So every decision I make, um, I suppose it's like nearly a paradigm shift in how I, how I look at the world as a fashion designer and as a conscious designer um we yeah we choose earth logic not growth logic so every decision i make in the company um is putting earth first and i think yeah like it all just happened very naturally like you know the it was my why it was why i actually started to become a fashion designer was because okay i, I actually really want to make change here obviously being so creative um that was obviously the the starting point but when I really figured out, I, I really was, I was nearly quite angry and I was also like, oh my God, I have so much passion and um, so much drive to help make change in this industry. Um, so I think for me, yeah, it all just happened very naturally um, with my ethos and the brand, um, which also grew organically um, as well. I, I didn't sit down and I was like, I'm going to start a brand today. It all just happened very organically for me. Um, but yeah, they did, it did just happen very naturally, the two of them fitting. I love your earth logic like what a what a beautiful way of summing it up so like you said it was your voice so obviously that power is everything you do it's not like you know what unfortunately a lot of companies are having to do now which is retrospectively go back and try to tack on different things that are low impact or whether it's their carbon or whatever for, it sounds like from you it was literally a starting point and so it's just evolved with you as you've grown you said that the company but yeah, your business started very organically. So how did it start? When was like, when did things start to actually tick off and you were like, okay, I'm doing collections and I'm going to, I'm actually going to go for this. Yeah. So I suppose um, it happened very organically. So I was uh, in my final year in college and um, I suppose I, I was creating clothes online and I, I wasn't selling anything. I, I was creating clothes for, I knew like Louise Cooney and I knew Suzanne Jackson. And I suppose I got opportunities there. Like I was putting pictures of like, myself wearing the garments online they're like oh my god Eva, like you know will you design something and i think one of the first ones i did was for suzanne for her dripping gold launch and i think it was louise for uh london fashion week that i i dressed the two of them and i think after that everyone was like oh my god can i can you make me this dress and i was like yeah i'll sell a few dresses just see how this goes like you know and it just literally it was all instagram and and i have so much thanks to the irish influencers for helping start my career um because that's how it started obviously like i had um a, a lovely little community on Instagram as well um, throughout the years throughout college because I always I used to have a blog and I used to share a lot of like I suppose being a fashion designer and because I suppose there wasn't another one I was growing up so I was like I want to share as much as I can anyway uh, so yeah it all happened very organically and um, it was from just creating clothes and sharing them online and then selling them to, to people from Instagram and then it just kept on getting bigger and bigger um, yeah, and that's what happened. I was I did never sat down and I was like, okay, I'm gonna start a brand today. It didn't didn't happen like that at all. It's so lovely though when that happens and it's so great to hear about the support thing because that's something that I really find is so great about Ireland. It is a small community 
and I really think people are really nice they're really supportive and like that's one of the great things about Instagram is that you can connect with people and someone can say look please make this for me like what a great way to connect with your audience and you're someone who, who does that so well um you know I think it's something that a lot of people struggle with but it's so intuitive for you you're on Instagram you do it so naturally and it's such an Instagrammable brand as well I mean the clothes are stunning I had the opportunity to visit your pop-up in Kildare Village was that that was earlier this year right yes we were yeah. there God, it was early this year. Yeah, I can't even remember what month it was now. But we, yeah, we're back then in Christmas time as well, which is exciting. Oh, that's so exciting. And you know what? It was so, so great to see the clothes in person. They're so beautiful. And I love that you have such a wonderful mix. Obviously, you have these really dressy, like, statement pieces, but you also have really paired back, like, everyday wear. Is that something you consciously think of? Like, you want to have, like, a range for everyone who wants to maybe invest in the brand? 100%. Um like I think I think for me yeah 100% it's all about that range like you know it's there's no point in me having this like really expensive garments um and also I suppose garments that you can't wear every day I think for me it's also bringing it back to like what do you wear every day and for me I wear like this is one where we make wave t-shirts like I literally live in mine and wear them with my um high-waisted you got this trousers so I think for me it's also just about being like realistic in in fashion and like you're not going to wear those like statement pieces every day so I think it's just also about creating a brand that can cater for um I suppose ready to wear lines so it's like you know you're going to work you're going to a party you know like so we're catering for everything and also having that different price range is very important to me as well yeah, the t-shirts like were something that really st stuck out to me because they're so simple. The material is beautiful. Tell me about that range. What's it made from? What was the inspiration? I love it. We have two t-shirts. So we have our We Make Waves, which is an organic cotton um, t-shirt material. So this is it here. And then we also have our seaweed material. So I've collaborated with Pyrotex on a seaweed material. So they take the cellulose fibers from, from the seaweed um, and they use that to, to make the t-shirt and they mix it with an organic cotton. Um, so there's the two different ranges that we have. Um, but yeah, I think it's nice to just have, I suppose materials, I suppose, sorry, t-shirts, but also with the materials that for me, like that's one of the most exciting parts in what I do is like finding these, like a seaweed material. I was just like absolutely mind blown. I was like, oh my God. And then obviously we use our Irish linens and Irish wools as well. Um, but yeah, that that there they were both of our t-shirt ranges. Seaweed is like having a moment right now. I was talking to Dr. Helen McMahon, who runs Seabody, which is an amazing yeah. brand. And I feel like seaweed is just having this whole new resurgence. But I didn't realize I knew that you worked with organic cotton, but I didn't know that you had a seaweed fabric. That is the coolest thing ever. How amazing. Isn't it so great to see all this innovation? Like it really would just keep you going even in the face of all the stats and all the like negativity something like that is so positive I know and it's so exciting like even I was away in Copenhagen Fashion Summit um like two weeks ago and the innovation that's happening in the fashion industry is just mind-blowing um so yeah there's so many exciting things happening and especially like even here in Ireland I'm always trying to as I said like work with um local farmers local mills I work with John Hanley Woolen Mills on our all of our Irish wool and then I work with um, McNutt in Donegal so yeah there's there's so much exciting things happening internationally and I also I love Seabody we had them in for a pop-up in our cottage actually already so um yeah I love the brand as well okay well let's talk about where you are because we've danced around it but it's time to go there at the cottage because I'm such an interiors fan and <laughs> I mean, the cottage I feel like the cottage is like 
its own entity, its own person. It's got such a personality on Instagram. I see it popping up all the time. Tell me about taking on this cottage as your studio in HQ. It is so beautiful. I know it's, I'm absolutely, I'm literally obsessed. So um, I suppose it literally, it came up during, during the pandemic, dare we say it, but yeah, I came up during it and I actually took it like literally like bang smack in the center of it. So I was like, oh my God, because it, it never would have came up in the market otherwise. So I was actually so lucky in that regard. Um, so yeah, we're open two years, um, July, July just gone. And yeah, it's the most amazing little Tatch cottage. Um, if you see it online, it's a Tatch and uh, it's in the middle of the beautiful Adair village. And people can like stop in. I, I know you can like book in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So we're open every day, uh, 10 to 5 and 11 to 6 at the weekends. Um, and then in the front of the store, so we have a like sort of broken up. So in the front of the store, it's all of our Irish creatives. So I collaborate with um, Irish artists. Um, I actually have some of the paintings up behind me. But we create, create um, collaborate with artists, ceramics, books, um, with rugs. So like, yeah, there's a bit of like a few different bits in the cottage, the front of the store, and then in the back, it's obviously all the clothes. It feels like it's an extension of you and the brand. It is your world, really. Yeah, for me, like having events, just like that, like that was one of the reasons I got the cottage. Obviously, it was for people to try in the clothes and to you know see the brand um and feel the materials but for me like i was like i need events i have to have events i need to meet my ifa community like i have the most supportive ifa community and if they're not buying the clothes like i still you know i still have such a supportive ifa community online um and that's like we have so many fun events we have our mindfulness events um we have um our workshops so we're doing like even we have ceramic making coming up jewelry making coming up um yeah there's loads of like really exciting different collaborations happening um, that are coming up over Christmas but yeah for me I think it was I think like the big thing with the events as well it's what we wanted to do is I suppose also try to create that conscious consumer in every event we're also trying to educate our customers on okay how can why are we having a mindfulness morning why why would we um, practice uh, meditation Do you know so like I think all of it being a mindful consumer also is a full circle so you have to be mindful within to actually consume um, I suppose sustainable clothes you have to understand what you're buying um, so for me the there's a lot more to the events than just having I suppose like a yoga morning or anything like that and we're always trying to educate our customers as well but yeah I, I love meeting everyone and I love having the events here it's so interesting like obviously it's it's part of your ethos and that's why you've built in all these extra parts but it's also really interesting because I feel like you are someone who does online so well and like you said you have a really strong online community so I think it's really interesting that you feel the importance to also have that in real life because I think some brands are really good at either they either have a really strong retail side and that's where they connect with people and that's how they they operate or they're the opposite they've been born online and that's how they connect with people but obviously you feel the importance to like not only have it online but to actually meet people in real life too 100 percent. i actually think it's so important um and you also you learn so much about your customers when you meet them when even when i'm in here and they're trying on pieces like i'm even learning about design when i see the garments on different body shapes i'm like oh my god i love this 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 like i love i love meeting everyone i love them trying on my clothes i love even just chatting to them like i feel like we're nearly like all the same like type of people i feel like the girls who comes to my events like i'll be friends with all of them like it's mad like how alike we all are it's crazy um which is also so nice um but yeah i think it's a, it's a really important part for the brand like i I've, I've never just wanted to be a clothing brand i've always wanted to be more than that 
Um, so yeah, I'm, I was delighted to be able to do them this year. And it's also really interesting just to talk about the fact that you decided to stay in Adair because I think in Ireland there is this attitude that like everything happens in Dublin and like Dublin's where you need to be and I guess COVID kind of taught us that actually that's not true thankfully we have a lot more of a remote working situation but I think it's really inspiring actually that you've been like I want to stay where I am and I can actually you know enhance my community here and do what do what you do you don't have to be in Dublin was that a conscious decision as well or was it just natural for you to want to stay where you grew up and where you love? I think it was just very natural like I like I don't think I would have ever have opened a shop in Dublin first like it just wouldn't feel right like at all in any way and I just love something about the slow pace of like not like we are like it's always so busy but I think there's also like it's not like Adair is so lovely and like relaxed and it's the beautiful Tatch Cottage and yeah for me I think it just made sense to to have my first shop here um, not to say that I'd never have a shop in Dublin. I love going to Dublin, but um, I think for me, yeah, it just all made sense at that time for me to to open it here. But I really am overdue a visit. The next time I'm coming through a dare, I'm definitely going to step off. I'll do a dare manor and then I'll do a bit of shopping. Yeah. What a dream dare! <laughs> in the manor and then into the cottage. Yeah, absolutely. it's well overdue. So talk to you about what's coming up, because obviously I know it's really early to be mentioned the C word, but look, that's where we're at. It's we're on the end of summer. It's coming into that that roundup. I know you mentioned you're going to be back in Kildare Village, which is so exciting. What else should people be looking out for over the next few months from you? Yeah, so we have Kildare Village, which is very exciting. We're going in there in December. Um, and then we also could be showcasing at a fashion week very soon i haven't actually said this anywhere yet <laughs> so you're hearing it from here first uh but yeah that's actually one of the big things that we're working on now at the moment as well is a fashion week that is coming up that we're showcasing at um so yeah that's very exciting and then obviously our events which is so exciting that we have loads coming up um but yeah they're the main things we're working on at the moment fashion week I can't believe I got the scoop this is so exciting <laughs> but that is that's such a big deal and uh, I won't press you for any more details because it sounds like you're in the throes of getting it organized but will you be there are you going to go yourself yes I will I will do indeed um I don't think I could miss that oh my god yeah no it's so exciting so it's yeah the end of September that we'll be showing and yeah it's really exciting it's going to be my second fashion week um I feel like it's my first like proper one as well because you're like the first time you do anything you're sort of just like what's going on like how do I like you're just sort of just like so panicked you're just like I, I can't even take it in whereas I suppose this time I hopefully hopefully I'll be more relaxed and be able to take everything in um but yeah it's so exciting I mean like I feel like we don't do any runways in Ireland so um to be showcasing in a fashion week is obviously a dream so yes it's very exciting oh you know what I was having this conversation with a friend because I was at Copenhagen fashion week as well I can't believe I didn't run into you oh, wow. Copenhagen does it so well it doesn't feel as intense as some of the other ones it's got its own vibe and it's about the same like size city as Dublin so I definitely think there is a need for some uh, some kind of showcase for Irish designers because there's so many amazing people like yourself and there isn't really that like central time where people and creators come together so maybe you'll bring back um some insight from your experience and, and that would be something that happens over the next wouldn't it be so nice oh my god you know what you're so right like and imagine having it especially in like in like Kerry or Clare like somewhere really rugged and like Irish like I think that's what's needed not like I suppose in a city where I don't know. I think like there's so much to showcase here in Ireland. And yeah, I feel like we 
just need to do it more. <laughs> like, yeah, we have, yeah. I would absolutely love having, imagine an Ireland Irish Fashion Week. And I agree. Yeah. Imagine having it on like the, out by the sea or the ocean and getting oh my everyone, God. yeah, getting everyone to decamp to somewhere on the west coast for a week and having yeah. all these people come. I think you're so right. Like the city thing's been done. Having it in the wilds would be so amazing. Yes, I agree. The first step is to get the Irish word out there about all these amazing designers. And you are doing that by bringing it to Fashion Week. So I wish you so much luck for the end of September. And for the pop-up, I'll share all the details so everyone knows where to find you. But Aoife, thank you so much for taking the time. It's just so great to connect with you. I love what you're doing. And really, you're making sustainable fashion so appealing. And you're really showing people what it can be. I think sometimes when people hear sustainable fashion, kind of roll their eyes and think it's going to be boring and drab. And you have shown that it can be the exact opposite. It can be so creative, so beautiful. So thank you so much for everything you're doing. And hopefully, I'll see you in a day really soon. Oh, wow. Thank you so much for your kind words and thank you for having me on your podcast.